Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. The great ones, they're different. They really are. Not better, just different. Sure, there's a physical power, a mental strength, a complex but resolute constitution too. There's a whole lot more than just the measurables. That's something else, that intangible. It separates us from them. Welcome to the Legends series on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. A history maker, a record breaker, a shy young kid, and now the bravest of men. But who is John Sutton? Yeah, I guess I'm a you know a laid back kind of guy. Um, you know, a family man. Um, you know, likes to take care of his family, a loving man. Um, you know, someone who's reliable. Yep. Um, and I, you know, I like to give back too. So, um, you know, I've had a, I've had a, um, you know, a great upbringing, you know, a great footy career. And, um, yeah, like I said, I'm just, I'm a lovable guy. Yeah. So, and, um, yeah, I'm just, um, you know, content with where I'm at the moment. And, you know, I've got a beautiful family. Um, you know, I'm coaching at house, which I love. And, um, yeah, just a cruisy laid back guy that likes to go surfing. Tell us about John Sutton, the kid. What type of young fellow were you? Um, pretty shy young boy. Yeah, um, yeah you know, very shy around, um, you know, other people. Um, not my family, but, um, you know, I wasn't up to mischief or nothing. No? Uh, nah. <laughs> yeah, I was a good kid. Um, my sister was a little bit of a rat bag, but now <laughs> um, no, she's doing really well now and, you know, through my yeah. teens, I was probably a little bit of a, a rat bag and um, growing up down the beach. But, um, yeah, I never got up to too much trouble. A sporting family, you mentioned your sister because your sister was an elite-level netballer in the Aussie squad. Not a coincidence. Uh, what was it about the Sutton household and, and, and upbringing that produced two elite athletes? Yeah, um, you know, me and my sister always used to be like to play in sport, yep. um, you know, Whatever it was, um, you know, I played rugby union, rugby league, and I surfed. Um, and my sister played um, netball. My mum used to teach her. I remember nearly every day in the backyard, she was always working on the game. And, um, you know, she went on to play for the Swifts and Adelaide Thunderbirds. And, um, yeah, but she um, <clears throat> she had a few injuries, Achilles injuries and stuff like that, which, um, you know, hampered her, her career. But, um, yeah, we're always outside. Um, you know, our parents were very supportive of us and no matter what we wanted to do. So, you know, 
they're always taking us training, taking us to the beach, taking you know, always doing stuff outside. Yep. And um, yeah, it was just a great upbringing, you know. Um, being able to do all the things that we wanted to do. What's the background, the family background? Am I right in saying mum is Fijian? Yeah, my mum's from a little island called Rotuma. It's um, just off Fiji. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's um, you know, a lot of Rotumas live in Fiji for, um, you know, for work and, yep. you know, but, um, yeah, Rotuma's only a small island, um, you know, speak their own language. And, um, <clears throat> wow. Yeah, there's not much. There's not much really to do there. Yeah. You know, it's just villages, and um, but it's a beautiful place. Somewhere, some place, some. I'd like to go back there. I haven't been there before. Yep. But um, you know, hopefully in the next couple of years, I'd like to get back there and um, you know, check it out because I see on the photos and stuff, it's it's really nice. And Mum said it's you know one of the most beautiful places in the world. So yeah, um, definitely like to go back there. And um, you know, my dad's from uh, La Perouse. Yep. Um. You know, he's a Aussie fella, and uh, his parents were, his mum was English and his dad was American. Wow. So, yeah. A South Sydney boy, as you said, dad was from LARPA, still entrenched in the south of Sydney too. Uh, was it the dream to always wear the Cardinal and Myrtle? Um, yeah, I think so. It's, um, you know, growing up playing rugby league, I just loved it. Um, and I started out playing at LARPA Ruse and, um, and I always had a foot in my hand. And um, you know, I moved to um, moved my club to Kensington because we folded La Perouse, and yep. um, you know that's where I got to play with um, uh, Rennie's younger brother, Leighton Matua. Yep. You know, been a, one of my best mates for a long time now, and and um, I'm not sure Damon Alitovio, he played a few. Yes. Yeah. So I grew up playing footy with them, and you know they were standout talents when I was young, and um, you know we won. Um, ten comps in a row at Kenzo. Did you really? Yeah, from under sevens to sixteen. So it was, um, you know, it was <laughs> winning was, um, you know, pretty much all we did. We went yeah. a few seasons undefeated. Um, we only lost a handful of games over that time. Jeez. But um, yeah, you know, when you're winning and enjoying your football, it's it was great. You know, so um, yeah, we had a great side, and yeah, um, I think yeah, I've always wanted to become an NRL player. Um, and you know, it was nothing better to do it at South, you know, where I've been living. Yeah. My parents are diehard fans. Um, you know, my our wife's family are diehard fans as well. So that's cool. There's um, there was only one team I wanted to play for. Yeah. From Maroubra, the bra as it's known, you hadn't been in the game long, and the headline read something like John Sutton gang member. Now we've spoken about this before, and you're like, well, I'm from the bra. I hang with my mates, my boys. What's the issue? I get it. But did the headlines and the attention at a young age make you or anyone else uncomfortable? Um, no, not really. Um, you know, I, I know who my mates are. Yeah. And, um, you know, all we did was go surfing and enjoy ourselves on the weekends. And, and um, you know, sometimes the boys get a bad rap. Um, but at the end of the day... I know who I am. Yep. Um, you know, I'm just a bloke that loves to go surfing down the beach, down the river, and um, you know, I've got a little family now, so it's um, you know, as long as I've always known who I was, yeah. it, it nothing really, really fazed me in that sense. Get this out of the way early. Some guys love the spotlight and the attention that comes with it. Some don't. I always got the impression with you that 
you loved your footy, but you didn't necessarily love the spotlight and the attention. Is that about right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely right. Um, you know, I just I've always just wanted to play football. Yeah, because I love the game, and um, you know, but obviously, come and play and playing NRL, you you know, there's a lot of media stuff you have to do as well, yeah. and um. It's probably the part I didn't really like. Yep. I'm not saying I hate the media, but it's just just for myself. I didn't um, really like, you know, speaking unnatural. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, very unnatural to me. And um, you know, always <laughs> always been pretty nervous, you know, fronting the media and stuff like that. But um, you know, it's part of the game, and and you have to do it. It's yeah. It just I just don't like doing it. <laughs> Difficult in the fact. During your career, you'd be named as captain. That alone means the media requests and the media requirements or responsibilities increase massively. Was that difficult to get used to, the, the constant interviews, the constant appearances? Uh, yeah, a little bit. When I first, uh, when Madge asked me to be captain 2012 when we had five captains, um, he said, I want you to be one of the five captains. And I pretty much said straight away, I don't want to do it. Um, Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just wasn't comfortable. And, you know, we had some good leaders there, you know, Michael Crocker, Roy Satasi, um, Matty King, yep. Sam. And, um, yeah, I was just more – I was just told him, look, I'm more than happy just to, you know, um, just do my part in the team without yeah. the um, – yeah, being captain. But, um, you know, he pushed me – he pushed me to, you know, step up and take that leadership role. and. Um, I ended up, you know, enjoying it a lot more than what I yeah. thought I would. Um, so Matt yeah. just pushing you to get you out of a comfort zone, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it worked. I felt like, um, yeah. you know, being, being one of those leaders and captain of the club, I felt like it um, helped my footy, um, you know, through those years. So, yeah, no, nah, thanks so much for, um, you know, pushing me, pushing me to become captain because I, um, you know, definitely started to enjoy it. All different guys, all different personalities, the five co-captains, Sam Burgess, Nick Crocker, Matty King, Roy Asatasi and yourself. What did you learn about leadership or captaincy? Not so much the captaincy, I guess more so, what did you learn about leadership from those guys? Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Yeah, definitely, you know, all great players. Um, you know, all blokes I looked up to and I think, um, you know, just their hard work, their work ethic, um, yep. you know, always putting in on the field, um, always helping out the younger boys. Um, you know, if something needed to be said right there, you know, they'd say it without, you know, just thinking about it. And, um, you know, all, the, all those little things, you know, I try to implement in myself. Um yeah, I think, um, you know, they were 
you know, a great help when I took over as you know, captain, you know, I think at back end of 2013. Yeah. I think uh, Croc, you know, was injured and, um, you know, come the captain, you know, solo. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, always looked at them as, um, you know, great leaders and, um, yep. you know, I just wanted to, you know, help my game go further by, you know, showing that I um, care about the boys and the club and, you know, just always keep them, you know, working hard, so... The good leaders I've found know when it's time to switch on, but they also know when it's time to switch off and and release the pressure by doing something stupid, by having some fun. It's not all serious, and and a good leader knows when to. Is that a fair call? Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, off the footy field, like I like to have a laugh with the boys a lot. Um, You know, always making jokes, and um, you know, it was something. You know, when I was coming through the greys, I'd always wanted to, um, you know, put some time back into the younger kids, yep. uh, especially in the squad, because <clears throat> I was in their shoes and um, not too long ago. And um, you know, always have to make you have to make time for the you know everyone in your squad. And I felt like I've um, you know I used to do that a lot. Mm. So um, you know, me and Sam used to you know give it to some young fellas and. And have a good laugh with them, good. and you know, just make them feel comfortable that you know they're there for a reason, and and that they're part of the squad. Going from one of five co-captains to sole captain, different or not? As in different feeling of achievement, or different emotions, or accomplishments? Yeah, I think um, I think I was uh, you know very disappointed because in two thousand seven uh, thirteen, sorry, we um, you know come so close. I come so close to making that grand yeah. final, you know, we'll we'll buzzing um at the end of the year and you know, I thought that was the year that we were gonna do it. And um you know, I did have a look at myself thinking, fuck, what have I done wrong? Yeah. Um but um <clears throat> Yeah, I was probably yeah, I was probably just disappointed in myself that we couldn't get there. I did I felt like I didn't play it too good in the, that prelim. But um mm. um, you know, it was all a learn, learning curve. Um, and you know, but I did grow as a person and as a captain throughout that year, and um, it definitely helped me become a better player. Rewinding a little early in your career, the first few years, bit of a struggle for Souths. Um, what about two thousand seven and making the finals for the club? It was the first time since nineteen eighty nine. I think it was eighty nine. Pretty cool being a part of that experience. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, my first three years, 04, I think we came last or close to last. Mm. 05 or 12th or 13th or something like that. And then 06, we only won three games. Yep. And yeah, it was tough. It was tough to come into, um, you know, in you know, just a team that, you know, wasn't going too well. Yeah. And, um, and uh, yeah, you know, 07 came around and, you know, we've recruited really well, got Roy. To come across from the dogs, and um, you know, I had some old heads come to the club Dean Witters, um, right. Nigel Wagner, yeah. um, David Kidwell, who have all you know been at you know really good clubs that have yep. been successful. And um, you know, when they came across, it's yeah, there's you know, people to look up to and mm. you know, steer us in the right direction. Um, you know, I felt that, yeah, that was a good, good stepping stone that year. It's um, you know, we learn a lot. You know, we won some games. Yeah. Um, you know, made the playoffs. Yeah, so it was um, it was definitely a great year, and um, 
you know, we got <laughs> Russ. Russ looked after us that year too. Yeah, when he took over as well. Um, You're really smiling. Good. What What's your Russ story or Russ memory from then? Yeah, well, we used to have um, the book of feuds before yep. each game, and he used to um, you know, read out the history of the you know whoever we we're playing against. Um, and every now and then, we used to get um, little presents. We um, some days before the book of feuds, we have a little present there. We're like, oh, what's this? And you know. I think we got two or three pairs of Armani undies, <laughs> and you know they're worth a bit. So yeah. it was it was cool to just get something and like that along the way. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, it was it was good times. When did it start to turn for Souths from strugglers to legit winners? Was it that year? Was it a game, a moment, a mindset um, when you improved or changed into where you are, or was it a gradual thing? Yeah, I think it was um, <clears throat> you know, a gradual thing. We had um, you know a really good squad that year, but two thousand eight was a was a rough year. Yeah, um, you know two thousand nine we played some really good footy in patches. Regular Sam, they you know they come along two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, yep. around there. <clears throat> so we had really good um, we had a really good squad, but we just still couldn't make the finals. And um, you know two thousand twelve came, Madge came in. And for me personally, I felt like it helped my game immensely. He, um, right. I think with the with the club as well, we needed someone. Um, you know, Langy's a great bloke, but Madge had that really tough, you know, attitude. And mm. I felt at that stage of my career, and for the club to go forward, we needed to really you know, toughen up. And yep. and we trained. <clears throat> that was like a really hard preseason, but it was. Um, Something that you know help us get the rewards later on. So we needed that toughness, and um, you know, really helped it help myself and it helped the club coming in. He's a tough fella, Michael Maguire, uh, and a good fella. I've always found he's had a tough year, and more complaints that he's too tough. But you got to be tough physically and mentally to have success on a footy field, don't you? Yeah, definitely. But I think we're ready. We're ready for that. We yep. we needed that. I feel like we really needed that toughness, um, you know, to really get us to go on to where we needed to go. Yep. Um, obviously, it hasn't worked with some other clubs he's gone to, yeah. but um, that's that's exactly what we needed, and you know, we got the benefits out of it. So, <laughs> Sunday, the fifth of October, twenty fourteen. What stands out from grand final day as you smile, thinking of it straight away? There's Greg Inglis on the 30-metre line. And there's a little kick by John Sutton, weighted perfectly. Oh, one of the Canterbury players ran into the uprights. They scored another try. The tears on the face of Sam Burgess. Tears of joy from grown heroes. Burgess, uncontrollable. 26 to 6. And Keary makes a dart. Gets the ball away to G.I. G.I.'s going to score. He's going to put another nail in the coffin. And the Goanna crawls down to the northern end. Well done, South Sydney. Yeah, um, you know, awesome day. It was such an awesome game, Sam playing with the broken face and all that. But uh, for me, um, being able to lift that trophy up at the end of the game, um, definitely something special that you know I'll never forget. Um, probably that, probably that year, the last two years, thirteen, fourteen. Um, 
I dreamt about that at the moment, that I'll be able to do that. Did and, you really? Um, yeah, and I thought about it every day until I did it. So, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy that, um, you know, I got to got to do that, you know. Something that, um, you know, I'll never forget. And, you know, I've just made, you know, myself proud that yeah. I've been, I was able to, you know, come through the, the ranks in the club, um, you know, went through some tough times and then to be able to be upstairs raising the trophy was um, something special. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth, personal and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. Their stories are simply amazing. The Rugby League Superpod drops in time for your weekend. It's full-on and the hottest podcast on the market with at least a dozen interviews every episode. Current-day superstars and former legends drop in to chat footy and share plenty of laughs. It's loose, we love it, and you will too. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to the stars themselves? Then on Saturday, the Firebrand Weekend Session is a new addition to our lineup. We're chatting with the players and coaches about barbecues, beers and who you'd invite to your place for the perfect weekend session. It's hilarious. To keep the content coming, we'd ask if you could spare 30 seconds when you're done here and leave us a five-star rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. It's huge for us as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends.